1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the HP Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. Here with me, the beautiful boy, Ben. What's up? Hey. Ben, I'm a little sick right now. Hopefully, I does. I feel like I sound a little sick, at least. Mm, Not
0: really. I probably couldn't have picked up on it if you hadn't told me.
1: Okay. Well, I am sick, so hopefully you don't hear any sniffles coming through. You might hear one or two.
0: But, <laughs> that was me. Yeah, that was you, man. That was me. I did but, that on purpose. I'll probably you. do it on accident at some point here.
1: Yeah, I feel like I naturally sniffle all the time because mm. of allergies or whatever. And then now it's just, you know, even more. How do my eyes look this week? Dude, The one it's your left eye that's yeah. specifically... I'm wondering if you scratched it or something. Well, it's
0: gotten way better, and then it got a little worse, and then it got better again. So I'm huh. thinking it's not a scratch. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's not looking too hot. I feel it doesn't hurt like
0: it did last week. Like it was kind of runny and scratchy. nasty. Now it's just kind of scratchy in the mornings when I wake up. Uh And then it gets better throughout the day. Yeah. I'm thinking it's allergenic, but I don't know for sure.
1: Now, is it just me or is it really hot in here?
0: It is warm. I'm also sitting right by the vent. and Mm. it was just on a couple minutes ago here in the studio. Uh, So I don't know.
1: I feel like it's a million degrees. You just like I'm burning out flannel too. Well, I did have a hoodie on. Oh, that's true. So I thought I would pair down with the, with the flannel, but it's not working out. I think it's just my
0: r- raging hot body. It's probably steaming it. up the room
1: probably. Probably it. And I saw Detective Pikachu yeah. a couple of days ago. It was a Saturday that I saw it and it was pretty good.
0: Here's here's what I've been thinking and I've been saving this for the show. I was going to say, I'm ready. I've been saying since I saw this trailer come out, mm-hmm. eh, that's been my thing. Mm-hmm. Eh, but I'm probably going to see it, and it's probably going to be fine. Mm. You were raging against this movie. Mm. Talking about how much you hated it. You did say you would probably see it and think it was fine, which mm. is the case. That is the case. But I've been, and you went and saw it as soon as humanly
1: possible. Well, that's not true. Well, it was as soon as you could see it no okay. i could have seen it i i actually considered seeing it thursday night but okay. i chose not to because i wanted to see it with my fam with your fam i don't know if they cared but i i took them to see it anyway so i'm just but i'm just saying like
0: you raged against it i said it looks like it'll be fun and mm. here you have to see it before me <laughs> yeah <laughs> i, tried to I usually the kids to see it on sunday but or saturday but i couldn't and then sunday was like my anniversary and also Mother's Day. Right. And there's just no getting around that. And then yeah. I thought today, I got it like two hours mm-hmm. probably at some point I can carve out. I should go see it. And I thought, do I want to go and see this without my children? Mm-hmm. I want to take them to see it. Because if I don't take them to see it, I'm not going to see it
1: twice. Right. Yeah. you know, here's the thing. Here's what I'll say. I still think they look gross. Yeah. but. As I told you before we started recording, I felt like it was mostly very respectful Mm. to the Pokemon lore and fan base universe, the universe. Right. It wasn't like the Mario Brothers movie, which is just like, hey, this is a completely different thing that makes no sense in relation to the game. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. Um, So and there was lots of nice there was. There was a couple moments where I'm like, "This is dumb. This yeah. is really, really dumb," and I hate this. Yeah, uh, which we can talk about privately once you see it. I don't want to okay. spoil anything, or for the audience, of course. But there was a couple things I was like, "This is not working for me." But there was other things that worked very well for me. Nice. So
0: was Ryan Reynolds a good thing or a bad thing?
1: You know, I I'm kind of neutral on Ryan Ryan Reynolds in oh, this movie. Okay, I didn't find him to be very funny in this movie mm-hmm. but I didn't find his jokes annoying it wasn't as deadpool pikachu as I thought it was going to be okay but are you normally very high on Ryan Reynolds or do you normally not like him hmm in general depends on what what point fair enough deadpool 1 i was like dude Ryan Reynolds is the bomb yeah deadpool 2 starts to feel like same old joke. Yes, I agree. And so I was worried this was going to be the same old joke toned down. Right. And it was really nothing. I Mm. don't know. I don't want to say his performance was boring or forgettable, but. Better or worse than you would envision it being with Danny DeVito. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. It's hard because now that I've seen the movie, it's hard to put Danny DeVito into the context of Right. Everything about how this Pikachu is, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say. I would still like to see Danny DeVito Pikachu, though. Danny
0: Danny DeVito, any Pokemon.
1: Oh, yeah, of course.
0: Think about that. Yeah.
1: But oh, man, I will this. okay. this might be considered a slight spoiler to somebody. We're on the way there. I said, listen, everybody, Cubone's not in this movie. Yeah. I will go up to the movie theater to the the front desk. I will demand a refund afterwards. Yeah. Because I demand Cubone. Right. Cubone, first Pokemon in the movie. You didn't get a refund. No, I didn't have to ask for one. Right. Because he was the first Pokemon in the movie. Wow. So, and he was awesome. You should have, when you walked in, you should have said, I want you to write him my ticket that you will give yeah. me a refund if, if, there, <laughs> if, there, if there's no Cubone. In this. So. Yeah, Cubone,
0: I got a soft spot for Cubone.
1: Oh, me too. One of my first cards I ever had when I drew them. Dude, I just think he's he's adorable and... I actually really liked him in the yeah. movie. Very, very cute. So I haven't seen the, the
0: all the trailers. I, I stuck to my no trailer rule after I saw the reveal.
1: Mm. Do other Pokemon talk, or is that a spoiler? Um, it could be. Okay. I I don't know. I mean, no. Okay. Other Pokemon do not talk. Okay. That's I mean that's from the trailer where it's like he can hear Pikachu. Yeah, I think I I seem to remember. And he's the only one that can hear Pikachu. I'm gonna have to go see it. Yeah, get in the car, kids. Get in the car. Take the kids. They're gonna love it. Yeah, they're gonna absolutely love this movie. They will. So, all right, Ben. Games. Well, I feel like I talked about something in my life. Uh Is there anything you'd like to talk about with your life? Man, I got so much going on right now. It's hard to know where to start. Um, but
0: I'm gonna say. Okay, we'll do this. You talked about a movie you saw. It was it was video game related, but not entirely. Sure. Uh, I watched Glass. That's kind of comic booky oh,
1: related. Oh yes. Have you seen it? No. Have you I'm, seen the first movies I, in the trilogy? Yes. Just stop there. Okay, good. I honestly wasn't feeling that motivated. I like it. I like the movie,
0: but I don't think it was necessarily a good movie. Okay.
1: I just had a fantastic idea, but I'm I'm backing. To something we just mentioned. Uh-huh. Take the kids to see Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Double fucking feature. Take him to see John Wick 3. <laughs> oh, Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude. I, man, I'm so excited for John Wick 3.
0: Uh, I've recently, my wife has never seen the first two entries in the John Wick Whoa. series. Uh, so I recently had her watch the first
1: one. We're going to watch the second one soon. Did she like it? She did not like it. Because I feel like I, you've kind of told me some things about what she likes and doesn't like in movies. Uh-huh. I feel like she wouldn't like like I don't know she's kind of not into like ultra violence. You uh, know? Yeah, she is. Oh, she is. Okay, I, mean, I don't know that she's into <laughs> right. ultra violence,
0: but it doesn't bother her. Right. Uh, I think she's into senseless violence without a point, mm. and there is a point in John Wick. Oh yes, there
1: is. You a point. kill the dog, you, you're fucking getting killed. I don't. I don't know if it was just the dog, but yeah. No, dude. It's all. It's just it all dog. comes back to the dog. All, all the dog, dude. I I have to see John Wick three this weekend yeah i have to i don't know when i would love to watch john wick 2 again before i go because i watched john wick 1 within last year uh
0: so i watched john wick 1 like two weeks ago i need to watch john wick 2 again and then we'll go see john wick 3
1: hell yeah yeah then yeah what are you dreaming
0: about this week i'm just dreaming about okay so i've been playing like new games uh i've been playing a little bit of rage which uh, Rage 2, which we got um, courtesy of Bethesda. Thank you very much, Sean. Um, Actually, I don't know if it was Sean or not. We got it, though.
1: (laughs) We got it from somebody. From a PR person. Yeah, I don't
0: know. Um, I have a feeling he has something to do with it. Either way. But I quit playing Rage after, like, five-ish, six-ish hours, thinking this will be here. This is new and relevant. I can come back to this. I got to go back to this game. I've been dreaming of, Mm. and that is Horizon Zero Dawn. Whoa. I know. So we talked about, I mean, I never played Horizon Zero Dawn when it came out. It's been over two years, maybe about two years. I never really played it. I never played it at all. I borrowed it from you a couple weeks ago, and it was just sitting there, Mm. sitting there, sitting there looking at me. And before we got the code for Rage, I popped in Horizon, installed it. And played three or four hours, and I was like, "I gotta play this again." We got the code for Rage, sent it off to Sean for review. But I went and played some, and I was like, "This is really good. I'm gonna keep playing this because I need to." Like it's the it's the now. I have to be in the now, right? I couldn't. You couldn't couldn't step away from Horizon, Horizon,
1: dude. I know. I've been there. You know, I constantly think about games I want to go back to. Yeah, I want to play Horizon again. Yeah, I want to play. I've been what we watched. We were talking about the God of War documentary. Oh, man. So well done. Yeah. It's making me want to go back and play that again. It is kind of. But
0: there's a reason for my saying that. Yeah. I played 10 hours of God of War right when it came out. Mm-hmm. I played another 10 a couple months later and mm-hmm. I played like the last I don't know, 15 or so. Six months later, or something crazy, you know, something stupid like that. Yeah, probably right before Spider-Man came out, I finished it up. Mm-hmm. So, like, I want to go back to it because I didn't play it all at once. Right, games I play all at once, I almost never feel a need to go back to them.
1: Mm-hmm. But that be- was like Horizon. I, mm. mine was segmented as well when I yeah. played that. So, is Horizon the game you want to go back to at all? Yes. Yeah. 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 I just wish these games weren't so fucking long. But yeah. I understand why. Like, I think it often makes sense for these games to be the length they are to tell the story they want to tell but i don't know i feel like i you can't just like dip your toe in for a little bit you know
0: another game i went back to recently that it's been years since i played it and i thought i need to play some of this age of empires 2 i Mm. went back to it was playing it i got like four or five hours in damn got got my uh wedded my app you know got satiated my my hunger Mm-hmm. for that game for rts in general i'm good now probably for another five years on on there you go Age of <laughs>
1: so all you need to do is just you know get get a couple hours in your good. then
0: right. are you're you re- dreaming
1: about oh what am i oh i almost forgot about my own dream um this is such a basic dream but it's the truth okay i'm just dreaming about playing rage 2 oh, right now yeah. because i was away in dc uh-huh. for the weekend that's when we got the code yep shout out to sean clinton who did our video or his review report which i thought was a fantastic title because it's not a full review it's just like a report is he gonna do a full review i don't know we never officially asked him in the video he says about doing a full review so i don't know what status of that is but he did a fantastic video in a very short time frame everyone go to our youtube channel youtube.com slash handsome phantom check out especially if you're curious about rage
0: it's a very good review report because it is. it's not too much information and just enough of everything else.
1: Yeah. He did a great job. Yeah. So, I got home what yesterday. yesterday. I'm okay. I don't know what's happening anymore in my life. I got home yesterday and I probably played for 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And then I was gone, you know, all day today I was so working you like, on podcast tutorial basically. Basically. Yeah. yeah, I cleared out like one or two of the I was on my no i'm at the one of the first like you have three pointers to go to yeah like three mission things that you're and i'm at the first one and you're supposed to like go down the sewers and do some yeah i think
0: i chose not to go there right away okay and explore some of the world and that was pretty satisfying i still haven't made it to the first one
1: after like four or five hours playing oh so cool yeah so anyway i talk about rage for a minute I have it in the show oh, okay. Let's to get talk to it. about get to it, later. so we'll come back to that. Okay. Are you ready for this week's very serious question? Yes, sir. What's the best sauce?
0: Man. So I'm, I'm a sauce fan. Oh. I like sauces. Keeping it saucy. Specifically, for a while, I was very into hot sauces. Mm, mm. And someone actually got me a um, uh, hot sauce of the month subscription, Ooh. which came with like eight or ten hot sauces a month, I think. It was crazy. Yeah. And I just recently, this was years ago, and I just recently finished them all off, finished the final ones. I don't know if I have a favorite from that batch. I think what it really comes down to, I mean, yeah, you've got your traditional, you've got your sweet and sour, you've got your honey mustard, you got your, I'm not really that big of a barbecue, like on nuggets fan kind of guy. Mm, mm, mm. But I think it comes down to two sauces, and I'm not sure which one's my favorite, so I'm going to mention both of them, and we'll see if I have to come to a, to a final conclusion. I think for their uh, versatility and their overall flavor, uh, Frank's Red Hot, right. specifically the buffalo sauce that they have, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo yes. and Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue. I know I just said I'm not a barbecue guy, but mm. Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue would probably rank in the top, top two right for me. Because, and not because they're the most phenomenal sauces I've ever had, not because they're, you know, incredible. Just they're both solid tasting, versatile sauces that I can put on
1: just about anything. And I'm not a what's surprising. I'm not not surprising. But what's interesting is I'm not a big sauce man myself. Uh-huh. The sauces I do like, I go hard in the paint. OK, as you know, I don't like ketchup. That's right. not the question, though. The question right. is, what's the best sauce? So right. we're not dwelling on ketchup,
0: even though that's basically barbecue
1: we're not dwelling there (laughs) okay i have two answers yeah for all around best pick i'm gonna have to agree with you sweet baby rays yeah it is consistent and even the varieties of it are fantastic obviously the og is great i like the honey barbecue as well they have a chipotle one the best go-to get sweet baby rays personal favorite of the the sauces the barbecue sauces Quaker Steak and Lube has one called Buckeye Barbecue. Okay. Do you know the sauce? I know the sauce. It is a hot. It's very hot. But very sweet. Yes. It is the best of both worlds. It's not great on everything. Right. But get that on some wings. Yeah. I can see it. Damn. Yeah. It's it's great. You know
0: what is troubling? It's a personal favorite. Yeah, of course. What's troubling is that I've had Sweet Baby Ray's, but I don't know. I might have. But I don't know for certain if I've ever had anything but the original.
1: Oh. Yeah. Um, they're good for different things. Right. Obviously, the honey barbecue is basically sugar sauce mm-hmm. for your burgers and fries. Right. Which I'm a fan of. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they are I would say they're all good.
0: I can put Frank's Red Hot, not only the original but also the buffalo, on just about anything and eat it. Yeah. I mean, seriously, just about anything. Right. Except
1: for a good steak. Mm. Don't don't do that can we talk about steak sauce and how much of a travesty it is yeah steak sauce is fucking wrong we're getting out of the realm of the question but i'll allow it
0: well let's talk about what is the worst sauce anything you put on your good steak
1: yeah if you got to put a sauce on your steak it's not good honestly i think putting ketchup on your steak is more offensive than steak sauce who does that I've seen people do it, dude. No, people get to catch those up. Those aren't with real. Steak. Those are mutants. Those aren't real people. And it's always with a well-done steak, too. It has, <laughs> if well, Okay. If with you're it. eating a well-done steak, then do whatever you
0: want with it because it's already trash.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Steak sauce. What's the point? Yeah. It should does has no need to exist. I order steak
0: one rarity under where I want it because most restaurants can't cook a steak.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. We're We're veering let's get into the news <laughs> playstation had their second ever state of play i'm really
0: impressed with myself by yeah. the way you asked that question and i just had like um, a spew of information a wise man knows his
1: sauce i know my sauce. he knows what he wants in a sauce. I know my sauce so the state of play 10 a little over 10 minutes yeah short and sweet but i think they did a fantastic job this uh-huh. time We'll do a overall take, but let's let's talk about the specifics. Monster Hunter World, new expansion called Iceborne. Okay. It's coming September 6th. Mm-hmm. Looks cool. It does. I am I, I wish Brandon was on this show so he could he could speak to it because he loved the Monster Hunter World. Looks like a new interesting setting. Paid new expansion? monsters. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it's supposed to, it I think they literally described it as like a massive expansion. Well.
0: Everything about that game is massive,
1: yeah so i'm I'm guessing it's gonna be a lot of new content uh medieval is coming on october twenty fifth uh and what's your hype level for medieval mm. it's thirty dollars uh-huh. so that's fuck it money right. where I'll just buy it right and even if I'm not excited yeah <laughs> just because you know obviously I want to be a part of the conversation it looks cute and fun. I played the demo uh-huh. of the first one yeah. You know you know how we had the demo disc. Right. You played the stupid demo over and over. So that's my extent of knowledge about Medieval. Yeah. So I think it looks cute and fun. It's a game that's definitely my aesthetic. So yeah, I'll check it out. $30, why not? Yeah. Do you have any love for the series? I was a PlayStation diehard in the ecosystem real hard back in the
0: PS1, PS2 era. And I never played this game. So mm. I have no real connection to it. Yeah i'm interested in it because it seems to have such a love uh, amongst the community but right i have zero hype for it it'll yeah. be a game that if i play it great if i don't who cares for me
1: mm-hmm. this was probably the most uh interesting announcement i would say a new game that sony is publishing second party publishing called predator hunting ground yeah And this, they described this in the PlayStation blog afterwards as an asymmetric multiplayer game coming from Ilphonic. Now, Ilphonic is the developer of the Friday the 13th game.
0: Oh, that makes a lot of sense. So, I didn't realize that.
1: This is kind of interesting because that Friday the 13th game came out, was kind of in a rough spot when it came out. Mm -hmm. But to my understanding, they really ironed things out. They were pushing out tons of great updates, new content, when suddenly legal strikes yeah and there was a problem with the license and they could no longer work on the game yeah that sucks yeah so i'm happy to see that they have this new opportunity that they're being funded by sony and 21st century fox right to be able to do something hopefully cool and unique again how do you i i just don't understand how you mess that up
0: like with specifically with the Friday the 13th, what was the legal problem? The the, the licensing was right. I think the
1: licensing got sold or something. Yeah. I just. It was totally out of their control. Like they had the, the right control. rights yeah. and stuff. But, but I just don't know how you met. Like how does
0: how do you not secure uh, an evergreen license for that? Uh, yeah. Just,
1: it probably was expensive. I'm and They sure. had to go with what they could. I yeah. think that game was kickstarted. You might be right on that. So definitely money was probably limited yeah. for sure. So, yeah, kind of interesting. I don't give two fucks about Predator. Right. I've never seen a Predator movie, ever. Wow. Actually, I've seen Alien versus Predator. Okay, you started in the wrong spot, but you got a little better, and then it went. went that worse. was I was on an Alien. Well, no, I, I wasn't on Alien. I don't know why I watched that movie, but anyway, never seen a Predator movie. I honestly don't really care to, right. to be honest. You're missing but out,
0: first of all, but whatever.
1: I I like these. I. I like the idea of these asymmetric multiplayer games because yeah. I loved Left 4 Dead. Yeah. But uh, I never, I didn't play Evolve. So I'm, I'm curious for someone to take another crack at it. Sure. Uh, the next one, this was also very interesting. A game called Away, the Survival Series. And so Laurent Benier, Benair, eh, who is someone working on the game, had this quote to say about it. Three years ago, our team set out to make the game we had always wanted to play. One where you could not only play as an animal, but actively step inside a wildlife documentary and experience nature from an entirely new perspective. Today, we are excited to announce that Away, the survival series, will be coming out on PlayStation 4. We can't wait to tell you more about the game. Dude, you play as a fucking sugar glider yeah. in this game. Yeah. That's all I need to know. There's no real reason to know anything further. Yeah. yeah. I thought this game, though, legitimately looked really interesting uh playing as a sugar glider it looked mm-hmm. like you could play as other animals too mm-hmm. maybe so i'm excited to learn more about that one river bond yeah the game you previewed at yeah. pax i no, previewed it well, you sure. wrote the pre we all played it together and okay. you wrote the preview yeah, i believe you uh
0: that uh, was too long ago to remember
1: we played that at pax 2018 uh pax east were they even there this year i don't think so I'm guessing they were just hunkered down yeah. development. Uh it's coming out this summer and it they announced it has a features a bunch of indie game characters like Bastion, yeah. Shovel Knight. They had Juan in there.
0: Those were definitely not in there when we played it. No, definitely yeah.
1: not. So yeah, I I remember our demo being promising. Yeah. It was a little easy. It was very
0: easy. It also seemed like if you were playing by yourself, who cares?
1: yeah, but so obviously the the thing I always stress is these we played it so early, yeah, a year ago in the in the time frame of game development might as well have been a lifetime ago right. it's pr- might as well be pretty much a completely different game, right who knows maybe so I love the aesthetic, and I love the crossover that they're doing with these other games, yeah, so you I think know, it'll be cool my Twitter profile picture, yeah. The header, yeah, the header.
0: I think that's of us playing that game.
1: You're right. That definitely is. Yeah. So that's cool. Finally, last but not least, Final Fantasy VII Remake has reemerged. I was very, very excited about it. I did not expect it.
0: I didn't expect it either in that state of play,
1: but... Yeah. It's like, finally? (laughs) Yeah. Well, what's funny is the last time we saw that game was... 2015 mm-hmm. psx yeah i was there yeah when they uh unveiled the first gameplay since then they kicked out cyber connect 2 they're done Yeah, they're not working on the game it's now in-house and i think it looks fantastic yeah it looks super fresh i mean it's interesting because the characters look i feel like exactly like how they should people find a way though to just hate on everything of course i hate that I hate people hating on things. Yeah. That first shot when you see Eris, I was like, she looks so good. And then you see Cloud and Barrett, And I'm like, everyone looks exactly the way they should. I'm excited for the real time combat. I like I'm more of the idea that if you're going to remake a game, remake it. Right. Make it different. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, you have to stay true to what makes the original great. And so I guess some could argue that the. Turn-based combat is what made it great, but right. I don't know. For me, it's about the story, the characters, right. the setting, yeah, um, and uh, overall the, the Final Fantasy vibes. The feel, yeah. So, do you have any takeaways from the? Honestly, it's kind of like a re-reveal at this point. Yeah, it
0: is re-reveal, and for me, for me, all it does is make me remember again how much I love that game yeah and how much i love the series and um you know people aren't gonna be disappointed it's gonna sell a billion copies oh yeah and people are gonna nitpick it and i'm gonna be irritated for no reason but
1: i'm yeah it's it's good i'll
0: buy it i'm gonna buy
1: it i think what we have to think about when thinking about if this game will be great or not yeah final fantasy 15 was on uh their engine yeah. that didn't work out so well they're not even using it anymore i can't remember what it's called it doesn't matter they're right. not using it anymore kingdom hearts 3 development was in unreal engine right fantastic combat yeah so i really feel like they're going to hit it out of the park with not a, like the combat f- with the experience they had from 15 mm-hmm. and kingdom hearts 3 but together yeah i think it's going to be great Really, uh, we're going to learn more about that in June. They said specifically, obviously June E3, probably at that concert they're doing. Mm, they're going to probably have will
0: be more. Uh, the Bethesda event during that concert. Yep. And then the Devolver event during that concert. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: I'm sure they'll have somebody get their uh, their live stream. Most too. likely. Yeah. This one I found pretty interesting. Oh, let's, well, let's wrap up. State of play. OK. State of play. This is our second time. The expectations were changed because based on the first one, we a little bit, a little, a little more about what to expect. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. I thought it was the right amount of something new and interesting along with this one. I mean, this was way bigger than last time. Yeah. Having a Final Fantasy VII. What'd you think? I
0: didn't have any expectations. Yeah. Other than to not expect much. And I was happily surprised
1: yeah i think it's the only
0: problem was i didn't get to watch it live oh okay so everything's a little different when you catch it after you've already seen things from it coming out right right like i literally just googled state of play and like headlines were popping up and i was like well now i already know what's in it
1: yeah you know i think it was weird when people were so disappointed the first one and i saw people that were disappointed in the second one and i was like, "Why?"
0: Again, don't have expectations for these things going into it. They haven't even defined what the state of play really is yet. Right. I mean, you're you're not talking Nintendo Direct. You're not talking established press conference that's been around forever. Like they're they're figuring out what it is as much as we are. And I think they're probably just using these to build their audience for more direct style things in the future. Right. And once they have the audience, you know, you can expect some bigger announcements out of it. But what what I think the state of play, and then I know we're getting away from the question you asked, what the state of play is really going to do is allow for probably next year when you have the PS5 or whatever it's going to be called drop and they're going to announce it, they'll do a whole they'll be able to have a whole state of play about the new console. Yeah. Whatever the big PS4 PS5 exclusives are announced and release dates or whatever they'll be able to have entire, so it's like building their clientele essentially for these you know, they want to build up viewership, give you a reason to watch. If you're if announcing new games, announcing new platforms, uh announcing re-releases, like if that kind of stuff doesn't get you excited, then what it what would is right. my
1: opinion. Yeah. Let's go ahead and move along. Uh this is a quick one. Ghost Recon, we got a new game announcement, a game called Breakpoint. It's launching on October fourth. Yeah. And it is a direct sequel to Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yeah. I watched a little bit of the gameplay. Yeah. Honestly, if you would have told me it was Wildlands, would you, I wouldn't would, know would the difference. You, yep. Not saying there's nothing new. Sure. I just don't know enough about yep. Ghost, Ghost Recon. Though, I was thinking, I remember when the first Ghost Recon came out. It's the last one I played. It was very tactical. Yeah. Uh, I remember as a kid thinking it was very confusing. Yeah. I think they've gotten... Really far away from what it originally was,
0: I didn't dislike the first one. I probably still have the disc and the jewel case in my attic yeah um it was it was fine, it was fun. It was the only game I got, probably one of the only two games I got that year. who knows, yeah, but for me, it just it was an experience I had. I didn't care if I went back to it. yeah, uh, there were other experiences to be had so i'm I know the hype around wildlands was insane, and the sales were insane, and everything else. This is going to be a great game for people who are into that series. I don't need it, though.
1: Yeah. So this was kind of interesting. We got the announcement of a John Wick video game called John Wick Hex. And it is a RTS game that uses the board is with Hex. You know, what does they call that? 4X games, right? 4X. Yeah, I think they call that 4X. Yeah. Uh, And I think what's really interesting is that this is coming from Bithel Games. Mike Bithel creator of thomas was alone and uh control no not control control. what am i thinking
0: (laughs) it's one word i know what you mean damn it i describe the art style so people know what you mean
1: it's like robin hood inspired you know what i'm talking about i know what you
0: mean i just can't think of the name
1: anyway he is coming out with uh he's making this john wick game they went with an indie developer to make a John Wick game.
0: Honestly, he probably had the best pitch and was willing to pay the licensing fees.
1: Well, that's... I'm wondering how that works. Is he... Does he... Is he paying a license? Does he have a deal that, like, we're working in partnership, we get 40% of yeah. sales I mean, or something by, like by that? I don't know. the enough.
0: licensing fees, I mean, he worked out whatever, whatever deal there was.
1: The game's called Volume. Yeah. So, I knew... Yeah. It was, like, one word that's, right. like, something, you know, like that. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I just think it's so cool. It's so unique. I'd love to see more of this. And we, not that it's a movie property, but we ha- saw Nintendo working with uh, Krypton the Necrodancer. Mm-hmm. And so I like this idea of having these big IPs, handing them off to small teams to right. do special things. So I think that's going to be really cool.
0: I think so too. And the thing about it is a lot of people were very excited about the game, obviously on on Twitter and then the gaming sphere, of course a lot of people were also just like oh i don't want an rts game i can't unless you want just a game where you're completely overpowered and destroying everyone which is what a, a first person shooter or something would be of john wick yeah why wouldn't you want a strategic rts yeah. type game where your movement is based on i mean like it's john wick you have to be strategic you have to be or else it's just an op bad guy
1: right the only thing I could maybe see working is like a Max Payne style game or John Wick. But even then, it wouldn't be right.
0: Max Payne was overpowered, but not like that. Not, right. I mean, you see John Wick get in the movies, you see him get hurt, but he's never going to get fatally injured. Right. Like, that's just,
1: it's impossible. Ben, I got something a little spicy. All right. Tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. I tweeted about this today. Maybe you saw it, maybe you didn't. So Beat Saber is leaving Early Access, and I believe it is going to be on the 21st that it leaves Early Access. Okay. That's next week. It's next week. It's also the day the Oculus Quest yep. launches. So they're going to add a level editor for uh-huh. the PC version so you can make your own songs. Yeah. Super cool. Uh, And then they said it will be the final – it's like the final – code right and they'll be reiterating adding more stuff after that but yeah so they're going to change the price of the game it's $29.99 what is it now $19.99? $19.99 okay. for early access i have no problem with that sure you know it's finalized the reduced price point is for people buying in on a game that's not finished right that's fine yeah it's a reward almost right. for those
0: people who buy in early i think it's 30 on the on the PS Store, yes, which
1: makes sense. And they said that the PlayStation version is final. Like okay. this is a different the PC space yeah. slash, you know, Quest whatever. So it is not cross by with right. the Quest, which kind of doesn't sit with me. The way that it's not that it's so
0: you you're saying if you bought it in the Oculus Store. Right, you could not then use it on a different device if you bought it for a rift or whatever. Yes, okay.
1: They did say that your song packs uh-huh. will be cross by. So if I buy the monster monster cat yeah. songs, they will work in on both my rift at home and my quest. Okay, but according to the tweet, they said they are not making it cross by because number one. They had to spend the time and money to port it over. I get it. Sure. And because they felt like it wouldn't be fair to people who bought Beat Saber on Steam. But and Steam so,
0: is, can you use your Rift with Steam? Yeah, you can. Okay. You can. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And here's the problem that I have is I'm not I, I don't even know if it's a problem. It just feels shitty that they're like, hey, um, Thanks, everybody, for buying the game in early access.
0: Making us hugely successful.
1: Making us millions of dollars. Um, if you want to buy, if you want to play it on your quest, sorry, uh, you're going to have to buy the game again. Right. Uh, also, you're going to have to spend, t- it's going to be more money. Right. On launch day. Sorry. Right. Like, it just, it. I understand that it's not like when you buy something early access, you're not uh investing in anything yeah you're paying for early access right you get what you get but it is it just it doesn't feel like they're doing right by their fans who did right by them well the understanding generally is if you buy early
0: access you may have to pay a slight increase in fee for the full version but usually you're
1: just going to get it unlocked i think that's almost never the case it's almost
0: never the case you're almost i've never heard of a case
1: where they were like Thanks for buying early access now buy the real version.
0: Yeah, I I think there probably are instances if you search for them. But yeah, um, the thing that's interesting to me is saying it wouldn't be fair to Steam users. OK, yeah. if it's not fair to Steam users. That's fine. Let the people who bought it on Steam. Buy it again if they get a quest or whatever. If you bought it on the Oculus store. Yeah. That I don't understand. Like if you bought it on the Oculus Store, it should just be compatible, in mm-hmm. my opinion.
1: I, I don't want to downplay the fact that, yes, it costs them extra money to port this thing over to Quest.
0: I don't know anything about porting. I mean, I know the basics about porting.
1: Yeah. It's essentially
0: the same system, though, right? I mean, as far as moves and everything. Right.
1: Now. I mean, they have to custom they have to customize the engine to work with that hardware specifically which i'm assuming the game is already extremely scalable on normal pcs so part i never want to be the guy that's like yeah it should be easy right i don't know anything about game development but the other thing is it was made in unity which is also extremely scalable so i really feel like what would have made me feel good like i have a good not so good and bad option yeah. we're currently at the bad option okay where it's like fuck you buy the game buy again, the whole thing again for 10 extra more 10 dollars more than what you originally paid
0: and for. because we know if you're getting a new system you're going to want to buy yeah, this game if
1: you're going to quest you know you're buying beat saber right. they know i'm buying beat saber request right. so it's like fuck you sp- 10 extra dollars right. even though you bought in the 30 extra dollars really the okay option would be hey sorry uh we're gonna it's not cross by but for maybe the first two weeks uh-huh. there will still be early access pricing right so it'll be 20 i'd be like okay right. fine i don't like it but i'll do it and whatever right that's the good option that's yeah. not happening the best option which i think is not only fair to the players but also to the developers would be, hey, uh, if you want to have it cross by, we have an Oculus Quest upgrade option, $10. Yeah. You can't play oh, it if you don't do
0: that, but it's going to cost you 10 bucks to be able to play it on the new
1: it's On To play device. it on both. Yeah. The problem is, and I said this with somebody on Twitter, I don't know if that's possible in the Oculus store. They right. might just not have that kind of infrastructure built in for them to do that.
0: They send out discount codes. They could send out codes to everybody, like the unique codes to everybody who has it in their purchase history.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it, it's yeah. possible to do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like... Now, I'm not saying that... I don't really have a dog in the fight. Right. I agree that it's kind of garbage to make people who bought early access buy it again, but... How many times have I bought games on multiple platforms? I don't know.
1: I don't want to be the entitled gamer guy yeah. because I hate that. Right. I hate it when people are like, oh, well, why, why can't I just put the old game in the new console and then it works with remaster? Right. I already paid for it. It's like, no, things cost money. Right. They take time. People need to be paid yeah. for their work. I'm willing to pay to have the game on another system. Right. But, I mean, other developers... Yeah. aren't making me pay right. to have it on the other system. They're doing it because they are feel there like someone... Are other games that are cross by. Oh, yeah. There's a huge okay. list of them. Yep. Like, I think Apex Construct is uh-huh. one that is crossed by. You have that, right? You bought that? We have the disc on PS4. Oh, that's They right. actually sent the yeah. company that. Right. So, I can't remember. There's a huge list. Obviously, all the Oculus titles are yeah. cross-buy. Um, and there's quite a few... I want to say super hot, but I'm not sure. Anyway, there's a bunch of stuff that's crossed by that's yeah. not Oculus only. And they don't care that right. they're spending the extra development time. Right. This is like.
0: But it, they they know they're going to capitalize on new sales is why.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and Beat Saber knows they're going to capitalize on people who want to buy it twice. Right. And I guess, I mean, in one sense, I'm like more power to you. You have sure. the most popular VR game out. Right
0: so maybe this only uh, only thing that would come close to it is super hot
1: yeah i i, I mean don't, it's nowhere near it but i don't want to say for sure about super hot because i can't i i have to look at the the list of the cross by games okay, but yeah. either way i'm glad you agree that you're in the same spot with me for I the think most I'm part in the same spot for the
0: most part i don't know i mean if i were in the position where i had a, a rift and then i was getting a quest or something like that it may be a little different for me that I would be incensed but for me it's like well I can understand it even though I don't think it's ideal
1: yeah and that's I hope uh in my tweet that I made that clear that I was like my my tweet that was like this kind of sucks I get it right I hope they ch- reconsider yeah is what I said so they don't have a lot of time to reconsider if they're going to I mean that's true uh yeah i don't know let's go ahead and move on i'm i'm tired of talking about this because i'm annoyed okay (laughs) not at you or anything just like whatever this is a big one and hopefully uh i don't a lot of people have already talked about this but let's get into it u.s senator introduces bill to ban loot boxes and pay to win microtransactions. jason schreier wrote about this i feel like what he said was pretty concise and to the point so i'll read a little bit of what he said Senator Josh Hawley, H-A-W-L-E-Y, Hawley, today announced a bill that would ban loot boxes and pay to win microtransactions in, game, in, quote, games played by minors, a broad label that the senator says will include both games designed for kids under 18 and games, quote, whose developers knowingly allow minors to play to engage in microtransaction. Uh, He'll introduce the bill, and the bill is called the Protecting Children from Abusive Games Act to the U.S. Senate soon. In the press materials announcing the bill, uh, it brings up Candy Crush as an egregious example of pay-to-win microtransactions. What
0: what kids are playing Candy Crush? That's all 55-year-old Barbaras.
1: Right. Uh, Thanks to its $150 luscious bundle. I didn't know they had that. $150, damn. That comes with a whole bunch of goodies. The bill will also likely apply to a host of online games that feature loot boxes and others in which players can spend money for real benefits. Quote, when a game is designed for kids, game developers shouldn't be allowed to monetize addiction, he says in the press release. And when kids play games designed for adults, they shouldn't be walled off from compulsive, they should be walled off from compulsive microtransactions. Game developers who knowingly exploit children should face legal consequences. So there was a quick update to this article from uh, basically the Entertainment Software Association, or the ESA, uh, made a statement shortly after this was introduced. And they said numerous countries, including Ireland, Germany, Sweden, Denmark, Australia, New Zealand and the United Kingdom, determined that loot boxes do not constitute gambling. We look forward to sharing with the senator the tools and information the industry already provides that keeps control of the in-game spending in parents' hands. Parents already have the ability to limit or prohibit in-game purchases with easy-to-use parental controls. I'm going to leave with that oh, on my take. Okay, Parents, it's your fucking fault if your kids are using your credit card in ways that you don't like. Right. Don't let them use your credit card. The tools are at your
0: disposal. Right. There were... How long have parents had access to... like? There was a point where parents had access to your TV. There was, like, the V-chip or whatever. Right. And you could set the V-chip to not allow certain shows with ratings or whatever. Like, back 30 years ago, May twenty five, this is a thing. Okay. There are so many controls at your disposal. If your kids are using your credit card and you don't want them to, then that is your fault. Nobody else's.
1: There's, okay, two things I want to touch on. First of all, growing up, I had Xbox Live. I would buy games from Xbox Live. My dad's credit card was in there. Yeah. He did not have the parental controls on. Right. Because I knew because he had fist. <laughs> yeah. If I use that credit card. <laughs> not that your dad dead, beat on this. Yeah, no, 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 no. If I use that credit card yeah. without asking, right. there will be consequences. Right. I did use it with his permission. Sure. Either whether he was buying me something from the grace of his own heart. Or, or you gave him money. I gave them money. Something like that. Right. Were, yeah, it was in there. Uh, You know, and maybe something. And so obviously that was a situation where we didn't need the parental choice. Right. Some parents. Because you're a respectful young man. I, I'd like to think that I was. Some parents maybe need those and they're available to them. Maybe when your kids start playing games. Sometimes it's an
0: accident. Yeah. I don't know how because there's 14 confirms before you buy something usually. But.
1: Right. Right. Maybe, you know, I don't know what you're planning on doing once your kids start playing games when they're still very young.
0: My kids aren't going to get to play games because I'm playing. Them.
1: Right, right. <laughs> but they're very young. Maybe they don't understand. Maybe they think when they see money that's not real money or something right. like that. Those parental controls. Perfect. Right. A Way to make sure that that doesn't happen. Yeah. Am I missing something here?
0: OK. There are so many problems with this line of thinking that I don't even know where to start. First of all, it comes from my perspective of limited government control when it comes to matters of consumer choice, essentially. Right. Um, There should be some controls in place, and the government's job is to protect us and to protect people in general. So as far as that goes, sure, the government needs to have its place sometimes. But to say that – I don't even know where to start. First of all, the government shouldn't be able to control it. That's a decision that needs made in your household. Just like if I don't want my – they shouldn't ban R-rated movies from existing on these download services or on Netflix, which every kid has access to. Yeah. Which, by the way, there are parental controls on Netflix, so if yeah. your kids are watching something, they shouldn't be whatever. Um, so, like, okay, that's a different story. The parents thing – the parents having oversight. We'll move on from that let's talk about the the statement of addiction. Mm. Is it possible that some people are addicted to buying loot boxes, playing video games, whatever? Yes, absolutely. That's a real problem needs addressed in some way, shape or form. I think that's more of a personal problem, Uh, but it is a problem just like it is with gambling, just like it is with drinking, just like it is with anything else that there are provisions in place for of age and things like that. Mm. But why only to children? First of all, it's yeah. a slippery slope, in my opinion, because if it's if you're making things so that they're only restricting children from having these addictions uh, or whatever the case is, preying on the children. How much bu- OK, I-, I bought some loot boxes, you've bought some loot boxes, our friend Brandon, who is on the show sometimes. Loves buying loot boxes. He loves opening them. He loves buying them. He loves the the surge of getting. I don't know. He's addicted to the, to right. it, but he loves it. It's. I could very easily see someone like Brandon saying they were addicted to it and buying them. And what's he doing? He's using his choice to do so. If he were a child, hopefully his parents would have controls in place where he couldn't do that if they didn't want him to with their money. Right. In reality, you punishing. Studios for doing this is basically saying if their parents want them to buy loot boxes, want them to be allowed to loot, buy loot boxes, their parents' decisions don't matter because we're protecting the child. Yeah. Okay. So the, the whole idea of it being an addiction or or whatever is just kind of a, a cop out too. And like lastly, I, I could literally talk about this for hours. There. I just I'm just a libertarian. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, at heart. No, I. That's
1: what it is. I agree with you. I mean, i I think the ESA is right that they. I don't know how. I don't know whether the answer is like. Maybe there are some steps that can be like unnecessary steps that would be unintrusive. Like maybe part of the ESRB rating. What didn't they already did? Said something about including yeah loot boxes. Maybe they somehow make that more obvious, right? Are is it
0: a requirement to get an ESRB rating?
1: Mm, I think for the m- major platform for the holders, platforms it is okay. Yeah,
0: because I know like with music, uh-huh. you're not required to put the explicit tag on it. Right. Maybe certain retailers require you to do that if it is explicit. I don't yeah. know that. I don't know all the details. But like the explicit tag on music, you choose to put that on there. Right. And it yeah. sells more records than it prevents. Really? At least it used to, huh? Because the people want to listen to edgy, badass music. Sure. Um, There were studies done in the late '90s and early 2000s of when this is put on a record, it sells. The explicit version sells more. Yeah. Because people want that versus fending people off. Huh? Anyway.
1: Interesting. Anyway, I don't.
0: Here's my other problem. Yeah. These people that are proposing these bills and everything have no concept of what the video game world is like. Yeah. They saw Fortnite on Ellen, and then they saw parents complaining on Facebook, and they're like, well, we got to do something about this. And don't get me wrong, I don't think their intentions are bad. Yeah. I just think their rationale is poor. Yeah. And... I... I'm not one of those people who's like if the parents would just take more responsibility, our country would be in a better place. But in this situation, like literally, if you don't want your child to have your credit card available to purchase things, then take it away from them. Right. Take that permission away from them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't have anything else to say because yeah. that's that's it. It's as simple as that. Yeah. So. Tell us why you disagree. Right. Do it at handsome phantom on Twitter. We're ready for your ads. Please add Here, us. On YouTube. Whatever. Send us a pigeon. A crow. How I, how long has this show been going? I have no clue. I lose track of time now, Ben.
0: It's that about that long. About can that see it long. On the studio monitor, but I don't
1: I can't tell. Okay, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna skip a couple things because they're not important. This last one is interesting. Uh this comes from a Twitter uh Benji Sales who is uh, a guy who tweets a lot about sales numbers and stuff like that. I don't know exactly where he got his sources, but it was on Reddit. So I'm going to believe it. (laughs) He said days gone. was the best selling game in Japan in its second week of sales. In its two weeks, it surpassed the lifetime sales of these exclusives, PS4 exclusives in Japan, Detroit become human. God of war. The Last Guardian. So Days Gone is fucking huge in Japan. Yeah. I found that really interesting. I guess the Japanese love zombies.
0: I was going to say, how how many other zombie franchises are there in Japan? I just can't believe that... Is Japan behind the US on zombie-related things? Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Just surprising to me that even, like, God of War. Yeah. You know, Game of the Year from... Everybody, right? Uh, that this game is outselling it, and you know, Last Guardian, a game made a very Japanese game, yeah, also, uh, not selling as many in its first two weeks, yeah. like just crazy. Uh, then let's did you say it's outsold lifetime sales for those games? That's what this tweet says in two weeks, it surpassed the lifetime sales of these PS4 exclusives in Japan.
0: I mean, I'm not saying I doubt it, but i don't know how it's possible all
1: right i'm i'm gonna have to look into this one more yeah but no one was disputing it on reddit and he said the site that he got the lifetime sales numbers from so i thought i saw didn't Corey barlog
0: post a tweet too that was like um he, he like edited the tweet that james cameron put out to the avengers movies yeah the russo brothers uh about like the the titanic being sunk by the avengers yeah and Corey barlog just like edited it out and put the logos of the games i think so even he was affirming that it seemed to be realistic yeah and he would probably have the connections to know for sure
1: yeah crazy yeah i there's there's some kind of cultural thing that i don't i don't know about there
0: but it could be it could be a lot of things too it could be accessibility it could be i don't know
1: yeah then let's wrap up this show by talking a little bit about Rage 2. Okay. What do you think about Rage 2?
0: So, I don't know how to describe it. I very much like it. Um, I like the punchy feeling that you get when you're shooting bad guys. I love the oh, weapons. Yeah. I love kicking things. Um, the problems I have with it, and this is going to sound really funny, but the problem I have with this game is that it is a Bethesda game. Yeah. Not because I don't like Bethesda, I love Bethesda. But a lot of Bethesda games, and specifically, I'm thinking of games like Skyrim or something. I know different developers. Nobody tweet us yet. Yeah. Um. But like the handling, both in controlling just your character as well as especially as vehicles, feels very loose, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a Bethesda thing to me. It's not unique to them, of course. But I hate like to
1: be this guy, but can you be specific? I can
0: try. Yes. So. Horses
1: I, or I'm trying no, to think like,
0: what so if I'm trying to like move, let's say I have a, a controller and I'm yeah. trying to move the joystick to mm. the right. I feel like when I do that, it's too fast or, or doesn't stop where I want it to. Mm. Like it's almost spongy controls.
1: Are you talking about just vehicles right now? No, or no about...
0: I'm not. I'm talking okay. about like the control of the character itself. That's what, that's what I was saying. Huh? Is that in both the control, uh, I feel like the accuracy there with when I'm moving I feel like I'm getting going too far not far enough.
1: I feel I guess the reason why I'm probably not relating is that I was playing on mouse and keyboard. I was too, and I I switched like, to control I felt like this feels as tight as doom I as don't, far as the the aiming specifically
0: I don't feel like that, and maybe I need to look at my setup. I don't know nothing else is I'm having problems with, but yeah, uh I just feel like it's not. It's not crisp enough in that sense. Hmm. Um, That's really weird. Now, specifically, really? Yeah. Now, when you're actually into the combat and you're taking guys out, I feel like it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. But when you're, like, walking around, traversing everything, specifically when we get into vehicles, I just don't like the way the vehicles handle. And maybe Mm -hmm. I don't have a good enough vehicle yet. Maybe that's part of the point. Yeah. I dislike driving in that game, and that's a lot of the the game early on especially yeah um at least as far as i've played with all that said those are those are my only nitpicks about the game everything Mm -hmm. about it is fun uh i haven't played a ton ton so maybe there are points where it's repetitive and redundant like i've seen some others say but in a game where you're just going around wiping out bad guys hidden collectibles uh performing objectives i couldn't ask for anything more i think it's a lot of fun
1: i was really enjoying the combat like i said i played maybe an hour but instantly i'm like combat feels good yeah. very good uh i'm really excited to get more abilities uh just because the dash ability i don't see myself using very much specifically on the mouse and keyboard i feel uh, like in order to use it effectively it's too far of a reach dude yeah i the I need, like, it Remap felt it. like the ba- buttons need remapped. Like, it's control yeah. to do that. And I'm like, my pinky, yeah. like, obviously it can't be shift because that's the run. Yeah. Maybe, like, Q or something. I don't know. It needs to be remapped somehow. Also, I did I did a really stupid thing. I started out playing
0: on mouse and keyboard because I was too lazy to go get my Xbox controller. And then when I switched over to Xbox, I had to, like, oh, wait, what are all the controls? So I still don't know how to use those specials on the controller oh yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah uh i felt like i instantly did not care about the story at all yeah like the dialogue was stupid it was
0: hokey but it like, was hokey. I wonder if it was intentional
1: it might have been but it wasn't fun right intentionally hokey i right. don't know I, it's so early for me i, I need it but my initial reaction was like okay well just let me yeah get into the shooting stuff yeah because i don't like this yeah so but yeah i i really want to dive in i thought the driving i didn't have any qualms about the way it felt i didn't particularly like it i like the shooting though i like how it was like targeting instantly on the guys yeah thought that was really cool
0: it is i just have a problem with when it wants to do
1: that well and when it doesn't i couldn't get a good vibe on the uh the boomerang what is it called uh, I don't remember something
0: stick. Yeah, the th- the boom stick or the something. boom stick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a real life replica of that. Yeah, so I got it. Got it uh, Pax East. Um, I use it a couple times very effectively, uh-huh. and other times I just threw them away, basically like an yeah. accident. Uh, I like that, but I don't see myself using it as much as the guns. It's not as fun as the guns, in my no, opinion.
1: Not at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I'm excited to dive in. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Okay. Hopefully, in the next day or so. I don't yeah. know. Maybe tonight. Maybe not. I don't know. And that's it for this podcast, Ben. That's all. I need a drink very badly. What kind of drink? Uh, Just probably like water tea. or something. Water okay. and water
0: and tea. Sometimes when people say I need a drink, they're like I'm thirsty. And sometimes when they say I need a drink, they're like I could use some booze. I could
1: go for a beer, but I know it's gonna like dry me out, and yeah. I'm already feeling kind of not good. So.
0: Are you less hot now than you were when we
1: started? Yes, a little less hot Though the problem is These seats are like a faux leather Yeah They give me swamp ass oh, I no. mean, sorry TMI for the audience yeah. But specifically my legs actually right now Like, you know, my, my thighs yep. Feeling a little, a little dank Thank
0: you for little, showing me the location too Oh yeah, That's no problem I'm glad, I was
1: happy to. I appreciate so, that So thanks everybody for listening it means a lot that you would listen to this stupid podcast And yeah. hang out with us uh pikachu this comes from dot it's our website there's new stuff there all the time a review for the latest life is strange two episode was, episode something. whatever yeah came out today so this was the first
0: one phil ever didn't give above a 8.5 i think
1: whoa i know interesting it's the mid-season lull maybe yeah, maybe something like that yeah. So check that out. Uh, also, our YouTube channel, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you. If you're listening, go to our YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe. It helps us out a lot. Leave us a thumbs up. Also on iTunes, subscribe there yeah. and leave us a rating and review. That helps too. Two final things. One, if you want to help out the show financially, go to hansfam.com slash Amazon. And that way uh, you can shop on Amazon and it kicks back. A little bit of money to us. doesn't cost anything extra. Finally, if you want to join our community, go to com slash discord. Hang out with us there. I think that's a good idea. All yeah. of the things you said. All good ideas. Yep. Just a big old list of them. Maybe you've had a lot of bad ideas today. There are a couple good ones. There you go. No problem. You saw some bad tweets. You
0: need, you need new things.
1: need a new take. Yeah. The take is here. Handsome Phantom. All right. Anything I'm missing, Ben? That's it. All right. We'll see you guys next week.